Welcome, Saturday 13 of March 2021. And uh, this is a podcast about exchange students and uh, practically what we do in the middle of a a pandemic in Denmark, uh, practically Copenhagen, or close to. I'm Mulekasho Paolo from Italy, Memphis, Sicily. And uh, here's the other guest in this podcast, Alessio. Yes, I'm Alessio. I'm American, as you can hear. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to be one of the guests of this podcast. No, actually, I'm Italian, but still. And yeah. Yes, hello, hello. I am uh, Sally and I am from Finland. Yes, and that's it. Uh, my name is Linus. I'm from Germany. Um, I'm also called Linus, I guess. Because, <laughs> like, that's how you pronounce oh, it no, in no, Danish. No, no, no. Is, like, uh, hi, everyone. I am Andrea from Italy. Uh, that is all. Uh, we do have an eye consistency of Italians here, but that's not really that's not really the point of the podcast. So, yeah, we have kind of a uh, of what we wanted to talk about is uh, what is this experience, especially in these conditions. That I mean, being in the middle of a pandemic uh, and being an exchange student sounds more hard than normal, and probably this. That's probably why we're talking about it, but that doesn't mean it's uh, something that we should just clap over it. So uh, I wanted to ask even like everyone, I know that it's kind of an obvious question, but why did you choose to be an exchange student? Okay, this is an obvious question, but it's also very hard. I mean, that's not only one thing. It's many things at the same time it's just if you want if you are bored if you want to have a new ad- adventure in your life if you feel that you are kind of blocked in your life and you're you want to be more independent you want to experience something new um, and also if you want to have in general a new perspective of the life I mean I can see that I'm learning a lot and I can see that you, you never stop learning, you never stop improving yourself and yeah, it's a very big challenge, it's not for everyone because it can be hard, very hard, especially in this moment when we're at home. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing the Italian Yeah, okay, and yeah, so it's not only one thing, like when you're feeling that you're not, you you need something new in your life, an exchange here can be the right thing for you. Yeah, well, I guess I just got that idea like years before I even left, when maybe I was maybe 12 or 13. I was just, that would be fun. And that I just kept thinking that, yeah, that would be fun. And I kind of was planning that for a long time just because I wanted to well live somewhere that was not my hometown and i think it was like the easiest way to live some in some other country uh because i knew that when i was older i would have to actually get a job or a school place somewhere and i thought it was the like a really good opportunity to experience that 
Um, yeah, I think uh, Alessio and Sally phrase it pretty well. Like, it's just this idea of doing something differently and approaching that challenge and yeah, actually mastering it. And for me, it was, well, my mom was on exchange in the US when she was like 16 or 17. So like, I always knew that I could do the same thing too. Um, but like the actual decision was made pretty late. Like I think I decided like a year before we actually went that I wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think the exchange year is a very good way to to have new inputs of your life because when you are in your home country, you think that everything that you are doing is is right, but when you go on exchange. Um, you see the world from another perspective, so you can really do your your home country in another way. And we can say that uh, it's a unique experience because you are a 17 only one time, and you can do this experience only one time in your life. So why lose this occasion? Uh, I gotta say, I don't have a special reason too. Mainly it was because of monotony. I had, I had a pretty like good life in Italy. I, uh, I had what I wanted to and, uh, and I always felt pretty fine, but probably fine wasn't cutting it, at least for me. I wanted something more and I think this change has given me that. And uh, obviously the thing that most uh, makes this podcast a little bit stranger of anyone else that probably have did it before is the fact that we are in a pandemic so it's not as it's not as much as we expected to it because people went to talk to us as planned as uh, oh we'll be uh, all much fun we will have with our new friends and uh, i mean even if we do have a lot of fun with our friends and uh, especially some of the danish ones that we made here in denmark uh, we can say with certainty that it's not as much as like our hopes was uh, was for. Still a great experience that I would recommend to everyone, but it's not what we expected. That's for sure, and uh, that makes it pretty pretty different. But what what do you think, Alessio? Do do you have like any thoughts on the fact that with this pandemic? The, the things are different, what they explain to us. Like if you, if you knew, if you knew that uh, things would be like this, and I mean, everyone kind of knew that it could be like this, but no one at the like, that certainly that it could be like this. Would you choose to still go on a change? Like, I don't know, because I cannot be 100% sure about the answer. Because nobody would expect <laughs> to have a situation like like this, but I don't think it, it makes a big difference because you you must put the same effort as if it were in a normal situation, and I think I managed to to do that. So I'm still happy to be there, to be here and to 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 have this experience. Yeah, well, I um, I didn't, I wouldn't say that I really had high expectations because I had a feeling that 
um, we would probably get a lockdown during my exchange year is just because I knew that we didn't have a vaccine coming soon when I left for exchange. And I knew that the only reason I could leave was because during the summer it had been like exceptionally good with the corona situation. So I wasn't maybe, I was kind of already like, maybe it's not going to be that great as they're telling me it's going to be. Um, but it doesn't mean that I knew how it was going to be. I was actually surprised by how harsh the winter lockdown ended up being. And it was kind of really uh, weird because I couldn't take any of the advice that um, people had given me about, for example, making friends, because all of the social interactions were, um, well, limited. I couldn't really see people as much as um, was recommended, I guess. Or people told me, you should you should make plans with all kinds of different people, but I couldn't do that. You should take part in all these kinds of events. Well, there were no events. So it was just freestyling. But I think uh, it, it has been still like pretty fun and um well i of course wish it could have been <laughs> a little a little less with the lockdown now that i would really like to go to school at least in some other way than just completely online but still i have some good friends and i think that's enough um i honestly think that if i knew how the situation would be or like if i knew that we would go in a lockdown and that there would be a virus that's like yeah, requiring everyone to stay home. I honestly think then I wouldn't have decided to go on exchange because I applied one year before I actually went, so like in 2019. Um, and it cost a lot of money. And I honestly think that I wouldn't have made that decision if I knew how it would be. But I'm really happy to be here. So it's not that I don't like to be here. It's just that I wouldn't... I think I wouldn't have put that much effort into being here. So I would have just said, well, this point in time sucks. So I'm going to do whatever I want to do yeah. at another time. Um, yeah, so I guess that's my answer to that question. So um, I subscribed to the exchange program on 2019. So I didn't know anything about this gigantic uh, situation before. Um, and probably I don't know if if I I subscribe to this program in any case if I knew uh, if I was in the middle of this situation. But um, um, actually, I discovered that I had to 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 leave for the for them uh, for for the program during the pandemic. So actually, I could say no, I don't want to leave but I, I knew that was a great experience in any case and actually it, the situation was going better uh, uh, to the summer so I, I said yes I want to do that at the beginning I had to go to the United States but because this situation uh, I had to change the, the destination so now I'm in Denmark but uh, I can say I don't know if I if I if we'll chose uh, to do the program if I had to decide during the pandemic, but for sure um, I did it and I can say that was a good choice. Uh, I gotta say I did subscribe to the program before I even know that this was going to be the situation, but I was given an out. So uh, at the end of the program they said, okay, maybe you could just stop it if you don't want to start, uh, want to go in this situation you will just get a refund and i was actually kind of it was the first moment in all the 
in all the f practically all the time I, I knew I could do this and from the time I actually won the scholarship that uh, I was going I, I didn't know if I wanted to go anymore and uh, maybe it was also my will just a, a little bit basing but I, I think that it was at least strong enough to make me go with the decision to continue and it was the right decision from what I can tell uh. actually I think that wasn't very clear when I was talking but before I left I knew that we were in this pandemic situation so after I went through all of this effort like I really wanted to to be here in Denmark although I knew it would be like like it is right now but in Germany we were in a pretty heavy lockdown during the summer so like when I came everything felt to be like so open because I was used to just being home um, only being able to do like grocery shopping and then we went here and we didn't even have to wear masks so that was kind of like well that's interesting <laughs> that's really nice so in the beginning I was just like extremely happy but of course like now we're in a heavy lockdown too yeah yeah and I mean, uh, the situation got better for sure, uh, at least now. And we seems to be in a moment that we're going back to school at least once a week now, right? Yeah, yeah that's true for me. Yeah, outdoor school, but still school. So random, <laughs> uh, still school, I mean. Uh, it's really it's really awkward, I think. But uh, that's not the point. But it's kind of a big moment. And talking about big moments, I wanted to stop and talk a little bit about this. Actually, uh, Sally on this podcast turned 18 uh, during exchange, and I I believe at least for my people in Italy, turning 18 is pretty much a, a big deal. They do big parties, so uh, I know that this is also awesome. I mean, doing eight, uh, being 18 in another country that's gonna be exciting. But uh, is it like what you expected, or? Uh, well, um. Well, I mean, turning 18 is definitely like a milestone in life. And I feel like maybe like two years ago when I was a little bit younger, when the 18th birthday was still like years away, I did have like an ex maybe a little expectation of having a big party and definitely uh, not having it in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, but then when uh, last year when the pandemic started, I already knew that, okay, it may be that I won't have like a ginormous party next year. And then it ended up being that there was no party at all, um, which was definitely not at all what I expected. And um, maybe in the end, I was even less disappointed because it I had it such like a long way I could like expect it. If it had been happening suddenly that I maybe had it last year, I would already turn 18 and it had just become lockdown. I would be way more sad. But this year I was kind of I had already expected it. And, and then I guess my birthday party is postponed to the summer or maybe postponed to the autumn That's or nice. maybe postponed with the whole year. I don't know. But um, I still got congratulations from all around the place and I think it was like a nice day. But it was nothing like how I expected. And also turning 18 didn't feel like anything because I couldn't go outside and do any adult things either way. And also because the usual things that comes with turning 18 is usually in Finland, you can now buy alcohol. But I 
have been able to buy alcohol for the last six months anyway because I've been in Denmark. So there was literally nothing that changed that day and it felt extremely ordinary. It was very, like, just the, I guess, the complete opposite of what I thought it was going to be when I was younger. Um, but no, it wasn't actually as disappointing as it sounds. I was kind of just amused. I was kind of almost laughing, like, how how it turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, at least it's good that you haven't been that, that sad as you thought you were gonna be. And, I mean, I mean, think that's amazing. And it's good that you brought, uh, like, drinking, uh, because that's uh, another one of the points here in Denmark. I mean, uh, it's... Uh, normally, in other countries, at least not in Italy, really, but uh, it being able to drink is not something that you do so early, like in Denmark. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, you you will also f- always think that you will buy legally uh, your first beer uh, <laughs> on on the day of your uh, 18th birthday. So that's pretty actually that's pretty cool to think that they drink so early, but. You notice also the problems with the people uh, that they. Many people drink definitely way too much. Oh yeah. I I've I've seen people like drinking vodka parties, and like, not not like a a, a small part a small shot of vodka like half of a bottle, and I'm just like okay I'm from Italy I drink wine but that's definitely too much, so I I want to ask you uh, each. What is your thought about drinking here in Denmark? Okay, first of all, Sally, I want to be part of you. First Poland birthday party, so I'm writing it down. Every, okay. Everyone yeah. here, right? Yeah, everyone, yes. And my relation with alcohol is not that great, I mean, because I'm a swimmer, so I cannot drink that much. But it's nice to have the freedom to buy alcohol and to handle uh, all sorts this part kind of your life uh, by yourself and it's nice to be independent in all the ways like and buying alcohol is a part of that so yeah I cannot say that much about alcohol maybe Andrea can say something more oh yeah um, I think it's it's not so bad that uh, here we can buy alcohol at 16 instead of 18 like in Italy but um, here uh, there are a lot of boys uh, a lot of young people that buy that start to drink alcohol I think when they are too young like 13 or 14 mm-hmm. and a lot so I think this is wrong um, but I think that uh, the possibility to buy alcohol at 16 like the not super alcoholic but like beers and other things like this wine i think it's a good a good thing uh if you can control it obviously um yeah linus what do you think um i'm i'm honestly not that sure about my opinion because it's um i mean there are advantages and disadvantages and i feel like being able to buy alcohol at like an early age kind of well so in Denmark there are a lot more parties than I experienced in Germany so like already um, in the fall break or like fall in general like from when I came in summer to uh, to fall we had like three parties I think and that being that we had this well corona situation we weren't in lockdown so so 
we could do parties. And I think that really shows like how much danger people go out and party. And I think if alcohol wasn't as easy to get, it would be less of like a thing. Mm, so that that's kind of like, like a big upside. Well, the downside is pretty obvious. <laughs> um, people starting to drink too young. But I think it's kind of a nice thing as long as you're able to like control it well enough. Yeah, um, I, uh, with alcohol, I don't think it really changed that much for me. It was, of course, that I was able to buy alcohol myself, uh, but I don't, I'm not really a heavy partier. I did go to parties last autumn and they were a little intense maybe um, at first, but then they started uh, narrowing it down how many people could gather and then it would be mostly just my classmates. I actually think that kind of culture of just uh, having a few drinks with your friends is pretty nice. But I do think that it's way more like loose here because in Finland you get ID checked all the time, even if you like, I mean, the law says that you have to check everyone who looks under 30 and that's what they do. But here, I think the law is pretty similar, but I haven't got an ID checked at all. And I think like um, a lot of people under 16 also have access to alcohol. And I mean, that's why they start drinking so young. And I do see that um, it's maybe a little concerning how people at 13 are already drinking really heavily. I don't think that's really um, healthy probably for the Danish youth. But yeah, I think that uh, how they said it's it's nice that it enables this like culture that you can have like um, uh, just nights out with your friends. But then it does have the downside of people who can't use it responsibly, just starting too young and too heavy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Agree. yeah, definitely. So uh, I get what you mean when you talk about like drinking is it is it is it is kind of that situation. It's not really clear the uh, the if actually Danes have a problem with it. I think they do drink uh, maybe too much, but that's the least personal. Uh, I mean, it's not like Italy's is better than them. So uh, I I shouldn't talk about this. But what what I wanted to ask is also like. We talk about drinking, we talk about uh, a lot of things, but uh, for example, school, uh, it's a big part of an exchange student's life. And maybe you should talk about the, the system, the difference between a Danish school system and a Danish one, a Finnish one, and a, 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 an Italian one, obviously. But because even if the, maybe I, I know a little bit that Finnish and German are more similar than Danish uh, system, maybe they capitalized less on group work, but I don't really know, so I will ask uh, the two said. Uh, so we'll talk a, a little bit about this, uh, starting from Alessio, that we'll talk together with Andrea, so we'll get a, a more broad view. Okay, yeah, the Italian system is definitely like on the other side, because it's is based on obligation, is based on duty, and the the Danish one is based more on your own responsibility. So you have more the feeling that you are studying for something that is is useful for yourself and not just because you have to. And for this reason, I really prefer the Danish one. Uh, you have more teamwork, you have more assignment that you are, you must do by yourself, and you're not forced to do anything. You just do it for yourself, and I will pass the microphone to Andrea. 
Yeah, obviously, is um, yeah, as um, Alessio said, is more free the Danish school, but obviously, you have to do uh, at least uh, an amount of lesson for past the year as in the other school system. But I can say that um, yeah, the Danish school system is free, is more free than in Italian. Um, but I don't think is is the best. Uh, as I don't think that the Italian is the best, but I think uh, a mix from the Italian and the Danish is the best because you are very free and uh, you do you do a lot of group work and in Italy you you do a lot of tests and you are evaluated a lot on your grades. So maybe a mix of these two could be the best uh, sc uh, school system, I think. Um, what did I want to say? I had something I wanted to say. Um. Yes, actually, so like the Danish school system is is pretty different to the German one. I would actually say that the German school system is closer to the Italian than the Danish one. So like, as just mentioned, um, you have duties and things you have to do. And there is like no way around doing these things. You just need to do them. And if you don't do them, you like kind of get punished. So to be fair, though, in Germany, I only attended the junior high school. And after like finishing the year here, I will attend the high school. And by attending high school, you also get more uh, well, freedom and you get more, well, how do you say it? Well, independent in the decisions you make. So this could also be a difference here because we are now attending the high school in Denmark and not the junior, junior high school anymore. But a really big difference is the amount of group work that you do and how digital everything is and I really like the way everything is here but it definitely took me some time to get used to it because the thing with group work is that you well if you get graded on your group work then you really need to get your group to actually getting something done and like take responsibility to well yeah do whatever you need to do I guess that's all I have to say yeah, absolutely right. yeah well I guess the Finnish system then is the most uh, similar one with the Danish one. I I guess the high school system is not exactly the same, but we definitely have the similarities with doing a lot of uh, group work. And that's something that the Finnish system like um, emphasizes that you should um, also develop social skills in schools, and which is why we often do these kind of collaborative things in school. And also the thing with a lot of things are starting to be digital. Um, you can't get through Finnish high school without laptop and some uh, skills with different kinds of programs, such as it is also here in Denmark. Um, in Finland, the high school is not similarly structured. You actually like take courses and you have kind of five terms in a year. So it's not the same as Danish high school, but the Danish high school system where you kind of um, pick, I guess, the subjects you want to study and then they have different lengths. You have A and B and C level studies that's actually pretty similar to the uh, system that we have um, from seventh to ninth grade in Finland so um, it wasn't like unfamiliar I did see a lot of similarities and uh, here in Denmark I also think maybe compared to Finland the teachers do give you more personal responsibility there is also the sense that in Finland teachers tell you that this is something you have to do and I'm not going to force you to do anything but I do think that in Denmark teachers take that to another level they really truly will not force you to do anything um, I think there's still a little bit of that kind of sentiment in Finland that teachers will 
um, uh, tell you to do stuff that you've missed and they will discipline you in class. But I don't think that it happens as much in Denmark. The teachers really are only there to do their job. And if you're not going to take your own responsibility, they're not going to force you to. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they really don't take anything extra on their plate. If you can't discipline yourself, they're not going to raise you. That's your parents' job or your own job. I think that's actually pretty smart because it teaches you independence and um, like you have really have to do, do it yourself. I think it's good. Sorry for interrupting. And I uh, and I think that is really interesting, uh, especially because I think that group works is kind of a a, a really funny thing. It does help uh, developing social skills. But it also makes you understand there's gonna be every time it's gonna be someone that leans on the other one. And when that happens, if you get a group that everyone leans on you, on on an, on a, on, a, on someone else, it's just gonna get so much weight that is gonna f crumble at one point uh, other than this uh, i wanted to uh, stop a little bit also to talk about how, how the other students are so informal with their teachers at least for me personally in italy we are not completely not that informal with our teachers uh, we, we really try to uh, put much respect with them while we talk with them as much as possible and also, uh, we will never talk back to them. Uh, as I said, here in Denmark, practically I've seen a lot of students that did that. And I think that's really funny. It shows how the, the school is actually more free, more, uh, more in interesting, and is actually trying to develop social skills in the students. Uh, but also, I think that's kind of funny. Uh, other than that, uh, I wanted to uh, stop and talk about a, a little bit about a really, a really particular thing that I don't think many high schools have: the two years that you can have abroad or in a boarding school. So uh, it seems like here in Denmark, uh, you can have practically two years. Care uh, one, one year. I think it's one year, but I'm not sure. I only heard about one year. It could be two though. Uh, like after school. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in Denmark, it's so that between junior high school and high school, you have this break of one year that you can do whatever you want in. You can go abroad, you can um, attend, and it's called after school in Danish. But you can also just carry on and go directly from junior high school to high school. But this year is really nice because it just gives Danes the opportunity to do something well, take a break from normal school and do something differently if they want to, to develop themselves and explore something new, I guess. Um, so uh, I wanted to stop on that because I think it's really smart because at least I know a lot of students that are in the last year of high school, they just, they did their work and some of them were just amazing at school, but they didn't quite know what they wanted to do with their lives. And uh, I think it's it's normal for an 18 year old to like just be like, what what do I want to do? I don't know. But this year, I think, it lets you uh, analyze what you really want to do. Maybe uh, try something else. Maybe you want to oh start cooking for some reason or I don't know, photography. And that makes a lot of... Uh, 
credit decision that could make uh, a change in your life, especially for, for example, the boarding school. So uh, I want to ask you, do, do you think that is smart or do you think that's a great idea? Yeah, I think that's really nice that you can have a break between your junior high school and high school. Um, because in Finland, you don't really take a break between there and you, after junior high school, you kind of need to know what you want to study. And um, But the thing is, in Denmark, for some reason, still a lot of students end up being in high school, in, in gymnasium, which uh, I think is really weird because they still have like vocational schools here, right? For uh, students aged like us, they can go and actually get um, education for a specific job, but that doesn't really happen. So I think it would be a great chance for Danes to actually figure out like that as well, because I feel like people go to after school and have fun and then are like, well, I don't know anything more than I did before this year. And then they still go to high school and try to figure it out. But that's the same thing that happens in Finland. People who don't know what they want to do go to high school. But it, and also I think it's more convenient for exchange years because most people who go in exchange, they have to go on top of school. I'm here on my second year of high school. But it's nice to have the gap year where you don't have any stress of any other school you're attending. What um, do I you think, have to say, I think, Linus? <laughs> I think Alessia wants to talk first. But I just wanted to explain what, what an after school actually is and why it's so convenient. I mean, I think that taking a, a, a break of a year or less of six months, of, or I think it's a good idea. And it's the point of having an exchange year as well. Because you have the possibility to just stop, to change routine, and just think about what you want to do. When you are a teenager and maybe you have like a really fast routine, you don't have the time to think like, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do after the school? Because it's a very big question and it needs a lot of time to, to be answered. Yeah, I also think that um, a year of break is a very good idea because you can like also do something that usually you can do or uh, or you you can use this time for seeing uh, what you want to do then. Um, yeah, you, I mean, here you have a lot of possibilities like the exchange year students, for example. And uh, I think it's a very big opportunity this year so yeah i agree with this system and uh, there's really there's really a uh, a weak point at least for me because uh when i was young really young like 15 14 i always thought to myself like when i talk about uh, my job uh, that i didn't know what i wanted to do uh, what it was and uh, I always answered myself like time will tell and I, I tried to wait because that answer actually helped me a lot for uh, years time will tell and that worked but that didn't work for this specific question and so I found myself 17 in exchange students and even if I have now a general idea of what I would like to do I still don't know what I would like to do like as a full-time job I, I can also add that uh, this year could be also be a risk I think because um, during this year of break you are you are not in a 
in a adult age yet but you are like in the middle of a young a children and a adult age so maybe with this um, break here you can lose your your um, maybe you you can you will not go to school uh, the next year if you are not um, a good mentality you can say but obviously it can also be a good uh, um, period for think or do other activities so yeah it depends from uh, a guy to a guy it's like I mean, of course, you have this opportunity in a lot of countries to like just do something between school years. But I mean, that's obviously why we are here, because we decided to do this. But just having this one year uh, where, you, well, where you can just decide for yourself what to do just makes it so much more convenient and actually makes people think about if they want to do something. So I would really like this too. I'd like to see this being introduced in some other countries as well, because I think it's such a nice opportunity. Yeah, that is completely true. It's uh, completely a good idea, and I think the, the way they handled it was amazing. So I hope that maybe in some other countries it's going to be implemented. Uh, but obviously it's not always the case. And this bring me to my uh, next point I know that at least I did but I also wanted to go in exchange for a little bit of clarity what I would call uh, not only on the job I wanted to do or my future but also about myself I wanted to discover things that I didn't know about myself and I did discover a little bit for example I never actually learned uh, how to do a coffee with a French press, or uh, it seems like I tried, but it seems like I don't know what sour is as a taste. It seems like I like it a lot, but what I think is sweet now it's sour for some reason. Uh, other than that, I've seen a lot, a lot of snow, and that is amazing because even if I if I've seen it for some reason, uh, it wasn't nearly as much as the snow I've seen this year like this year i've seen so much snow for my whole life probably enough for my whole life and uh, that makes it also worth it so i want to i want to a little bit of exposure or the things of yourself that you discovered while this has changed that snow can be annoying where you're biking and that's the point and then I think a lot of things I cannot say just something now, but yeah, just being dependent and is can make you learn a lot of things, and I'm not regretting at all the choice of, of being there because I'm learning so much. Yeah, well, I think first of all. I have learned how much easy how much easier it is to bike to places when the terrain is completely flat and you don't actually have to be biking uphill all the time. That was really nice. Yeah. It's very convenient um, when you stop being afraid of the traffic. Um, and then I maybe something uh, well Danish food of course I really like smapple <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then also something that I maybe rediscovered was because I haven't 
been in a school where I really had like a class that I was actually on the same classes with in school because in Finnish high school you don't really hang out with your own class. And now that I came to Denmark, um, it ended up being that I spent a lot of time with my own class and I kind of was like, had already forgotten what it felt like to have like class spirit, you know, be like, oh, our class is the best, woo, and have like a class-wide friend group. That was really nice. And I think that's like an actual thing in Denmark or maybe just in my school. I don't know. But uh, like to actually have like a glass group, and I think that's really nice. Uh, something that uh, happened to me in Denmark. Yeah. What about you, Linus? Mm, I need to chew my thing, so I'm I'm passing. Okay, so good question. Um, I think um, I discovered that I can I can cook quite good. <laughs> uh, yeah, because here I have to cook um, like one time a week. It's a normal thing that everyone in the family cook one time a, a week. Uh, it's not like in Italy. I'm at least in my family. Um, I, yeah, obviously I, I discover I I learned to be more independent. I think as everyone here. Um, yeah, I mean, you you continue to discover thing every day, every single day. So you can't really do a list of every everything uh, that you learn. And uh, I think that is what it makes all the suspense worth, like uh, discovering every day something that you didn't know that the the last day make make it kind of kind of funny every day, and not only the goofy stuff like uh, I talk about like uh, for example the Andrea talk about like learning to uh, to cook that is an amazing skill by the way. Uh, I think is uh, more of the stuff we learn along the way, and I hear abroad without your family, without your uh, kind of a, of your security, like your family is gonna be there anytime because that's time is not gonna be there, at least not fast. Makes you uh, many people make them worried, many people many people make them like homesick, but it doesn't happen every time. At least for uh, for me, it didn't really happen. Like uh, uh, when my parents called, I tried to kind of avoid them. Uh, it's not it's not because I hate them. I just think that it's not it's not uh, it's not right for the us family. Uh, like as I uh, that I talk that much with my real family, is to make them think like uh, I don't like them or I don't think I should p- pass time with them, and. Uh, that brings me to the next point. <laughs> family. Us family. The, uh, you know this was going to happen. Okay. They're not surprised. So, uh, this is obviously a great point. Uh, I mean, family is one of the pillars of the experience. And, uh, I mean, many people maybe remain a little bit cold towards uh, us family because they are obviously people that you didn't know. But with time, you get to know. And some people get really close, and that could be a bad, as it could be a, a really good thing. Uh, but it depends, obviously, uh, on the kind of relationship that you have. But it's like it's really strange to like someday think maybe, oh yeah, if I ever gonna, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna get married, maybe I, I should send them a, uh, like an invite. And and that is funny to think like, oh yeah, I'm inviting the us family that. <laughs> <laughs> that also me like one year abroad and that is I think amazing only just to think of 
so I want to ask, is is like family, I know it's like different from your original family, but does it bring a great point, a great difference of, uh, like from your family? Does like the the change is really noticeable? That's that's my question. Yeah, I'd, little, I'd really like to talk about my host family because for a real long time, I was actually like kind of asking myself, why would you even become a host family? Like, like what's the benefit you're getting? Why do you want to have someone at your house that's just being there and, well, spending time with you? But like also, like you as a host family put so much effort into just having that person there and living with you. So, and I think it's just, well, I still really don't have an answer to that question but it's just like being there in that other family is, is such an interesting experience because you get to discover these like it sounds kind of strange but these family structures that you really don't think about at home and like in my host family it's kind of funny because in my in my German family I'm the oldest one of of us the kids like I have three younger siblings and I'm the oldest one so I've always been like the the biggest brother and then like now here I kind of took that position away from my host brother and it sometimes feels like he's still trying to be big brother to me a little bit which seems kind of strange because of course I'm I'm much older than him uh, than him but like then he's telling me maybe you should leave the house now not that you missed your train, like stuff that my siblings in Germany would never tell me. And it's it's just so funny to think about it. And I don't know, I think I kind of talked around the question, but I really like my host family and I don't know. Yeah, I think with my host family, it it's, it's definitely been like, I didn't even know what to expect, honestly. Um, but I do like my host family but it has been a really weird experience. I mean, it's uh, living in somebody else, somebody else's family, and for me at least, it was a completely different family structure. Just from like thinking about my host siblings, they're all different ages. Um, I'm no longer the oldest sibling, and also I have a host sister that's the same age. And then it was this thing with uh, really weird kind of getting to know this person who's your age. It's like relatable, but then you live at their house which is a very interesting situation that you just you just handle your way I mean for me it has been going well I really like my host sister and we are friends um, but it was something that I didn't know how to prepare for um, and I do think that it, it also the corona situation made it even weirder because now you can't even escape them you just really you're only inside the house all the time um, and at the same time, they're strangers to you at first and you never get this kind of experience with any other people because you're uh, like living in their house, but there's there. You don't know them any better than anybody else you have just met. Um, but I'm glad that it has been going well for me. Um, and I'm really glad I'm not one of those people who've had to change their family because of some disagreements. Yeah. Yeah. As Sally was saying, the relation between, uh, a host family and the exchange year is amazing and strange at the same time at least at first because you're a guest 
and you are not a guest at the same time and they are your family but not completely as your real one and it's a very big part of your exchange year so at least for me and I think for everyone finding the, the, the right balance with your host family is the key to have a su success, successful exchange year especially during a lockdown like this yeah, I think that uh, the same family, uh, the host family, cover a very big and important part of uh, our exchange program uh, because it's the place where you have to live for 10 months. And um, I, t I, I can say that um, I'm very glad and very lucky that uh, I'm in my currently host family because they are very nice and actually we have some hobbies uh, in common. Um, and I feel very good. Uh, I mean, I'm. I feel like accepting in in their family, and I I feel like uh, I'm inside the family and not like another uh, um, people and not inside the family. I don't know. Um, so I feel very good with my host family. Obviously, it's another um, system with my 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 own country family. But I think uh, I feel good with this system. So, that's obviously a great point, at least uh, when we talk about, for example, my family. Uh, I, w I was pretty lucky, I think they, they're, they're a great family. Uh, my sister is a little difficult, but I can live with it. But one thing that I always liked is now I'm able to relate in some way to my big brother i'm a, a, a beautiful relationship with my uh, big brother we used to be girl all the time but now is uh, he is in university so i knew that our relationship would never be the same as was when we lived under the same roof so when i actually had the same feeling that like i'm gonna go away and uh, this guy this this my little brother is gonna know me for a little while then at one point i'm just gonna come over it's just kind of relatable to the thing that I, that my brother did because I, even if i knew him i didn't know that much because it's like my brother is not uh, is not always you don't have like always that uh, really profound really deep relationship with your brother at least not my brother so like taking his place like uh, kind of uh, uh wanted to set the sample uh, i think it's great and I understand uh, understand my brother better now. Other than that, I, I, I mean, I can say that my family is extremely smart, and that scares me a lot because I, I don't think I'm I don't think like 90% of the time I even close to being as smart as them. And <laughs> that's it's that's not something to to exclude because I I talk about like the things I like I like to play chess, like to uh, sometimes play video games. And I like to do things like this, like a podcast. I normally don't do this like the, with a lot of people. I normally do like uh, a couple of podcasts that I do alone, and then, then I just don't post because I I'm in kind of afraid what people will think. But uh, I think this one it will be different, just because I, I'm I'm not kind of this experience leaves you different. So what I want to ask is. Did it leave you something different that you can notice? Like, are you more more secure about yourself, more brave, 
maybe more insecure or something that you think has changed through this year? You mean like how it's changed, changed us in terms of our personality? Well, that's a hard question. Mm. I think exchange definitely changed me, but the question is in what way? And oh, that's a hard one to think about. If anyone else of you has something to say, maybe you can say something and I'll think about my answer. Well, well, to be honest, I don't really have uh, a very, a very definitive answer either. I can also tell that I have changed. But I think it's harder to tell right now what has changed. I think I will be able to say something specific maybe um, maybe when it's actually all over. Um, but currently, I think it's also due to the whole turning 18 thing. It was kind of like a realization like, oh, I'm kind of old now and that kind of stuff. And I also, well, maybe I've become a little bit more uh, independent in uh, just, I think maybe... Uh, still living home i i think i depended i depended on my parents knowing a lot of stuff um but now i always have to figure out everything myself um i mean um so i guess that has made me more independent in just not directly going to ask somebody else but just trying to figure it out first myself that's something that um has changed in me but the other things i'll probably realize later do you anybody else Okay, um, I also came up with some things, and I think one of the things, well, of course, being more independent, uh, <laughs> being more independent is like a big thing. But then there's also like, um, how do you react to other people's opinion, and and how do you, um, how do you behave in a discussion? I think that also changed for me, because I think at home in Germany I discussed quite a lot, and I was really like enforcing my own opinion and like saying this is how I want it and uh, like this is my opinion and I think that's wrong but like then here I kind of learned to like I guess tolerate other opinions more it's not that I didn't tolerate them in Germany but like um, I was kind of trying to not have arguments in my family for like obvious reasons which I like never tried to avoid before <laughs> like <laughs> Okay, yeah. that that might sound wrong. Like, no. I was I wasn't afraid of arguments. Let's let's put it that way. But like now, I was trying to kind of avoid them. Not that I'm afraid of my family or anything, but like. Be more agreeable or something. Yeah, kind of like, yeah. also because you appreciate so much that you can be there, and then you don't want to be like the one causing trouble. You know. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I also think kind of like my view on time changed. Because right now I'm just seeing that the year is like slowly going towards the end. And in school we start talking about exams and how we prepare for the end of the year. And I just know at the end of the year like I'm gonna go home again and it's gonna be so strange. Yeah, and I like yeah, I never thought about time this way because now it's, it's all like looking to this one point and not really all that much further. Like before, it didn't really matter if a year ends or begins. It was just like time was just going on, but now it's like all about that departure. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I I changed my personality during um, the time that I'm in Denmark and during my exchange, but I 
I can't really give a, uh, a complete answer because uh, I didn't finish my exchange yet so I, I could change uh, in this uh, um, in these next four months but uh, until now I can say that maybe I change with the now I'm more uh, mentally open um, because um, here I I think I accept uh, I, I don't judge everything that the others say to me but before to ju uh, judge it um, I think about it and I think if there is something that I, I can uh, take if uh, there is some positive things that I can take for my personality from improve it and maybe in during my normal life uh, before the exchange I didn't do that because I I thought that uh, everything that um, that was doing was right and uh, and the things uh, that the other um, that the other people uh, thought uh, sometimes was wrong but now I think I think uh, more about them and uh, I think I analyze more and I try to to take more uh, positive aspects that they can. Yeah, we are still into this changing, so it's a little bit hard to to tell it now. But Danish culture is is changing me and us in general. Danish people are more like less impulsive than Italians. They have more sense of responsibility and and rules. They judge more uh, less in general people. And definitely when I, I will get back home, my life, my, my old life will not fit as it used to. Yeah. So, it, so that will be another challenge, uh, another big challenge. And it's, it's also part of the ch exchange year. And that's also, yeah. So what I wanted to also point in this discussion is incre the incredible ability of humankind to just adapt so well to change <laughs> that we really don't notice when we change. I ask so many people, when did you start? Do you remember when you, you actually noticed that you started to talk the language of your own country and they always said to me like I, I didn't I really didn't notice I just I, I noticed that I changed like that I learned at one point but I don't know the specific point in time when I could tell like oh yeah now I can actually speak the language same thing as like when when you were a children uh, when, you, when you were a child and you just learn how to speak English and that is like amazing uh, uh, we adapt so well to change that we don't really we don't really even notice it anymore. But one thing I can tell everyone notice the end of it. And I'm, I'm not joking. Like you could ask anyone what did you do during high school? And many of them will tell you like oh yeah yeah I learned stuff. And it, and it's just so amazing how how they just change grade every time and it, it feels like the same thing to them even if it's it if it is a great thing because it's just five years at least for Italy that you just grade and just go on this uh on this ladder that just at one point is gonna finish like at 18 years old you need to 
to find a job, try start to create a life, maybe study more in college. But end of it, the end of it always remind a big point. I can tell you, uh, I I can't tell you like uh, a person just starts smoking or uh, when he started to be dependent for smoke, but he can tell you 100% sure when he stopped. Same thing as for school. I know a lot of people that told me like, oh, I remember the day I, I finished school, like high school. It was kind of a great day and I missed everyone when I, when I actually, uh, when I actually got, to, got to go away. And, and I think that's a great point for also this uh, discussion. Like when you finish this exchange, you, always, you will obviously change but how will you handle the end of it? Do you think you, you will be sad or you will be like, oh, another year passed, like without, without any, uh, any different feeling, like in, in high school, just gone without any, any difference from the start? Um, yeah, well, I will definitely, I, well, I can't really predict because I also don't know what the situation will be then, you know, we're uh, living very uncertain times. But I actually think that I probably will be uh, very sad to, well, leave all the friends that I've made here behind for an indefinite amount of time. But I also feel a little also excited to go back home because I have changed and I'm kind of a little excited to see what my life will then be because um, everything back home feels in a way kind of new um, and I have another school year ahead, but all these experiences have changed me, so it will not feel the same as it did before. And I think that's also exciting, and I'm also looking forward to it. What about you? I can relate to what you just said so well, and it's like... Yeah, it's both like a sad thing to be home, or to like go home. But it's, it's also like kind of an opportunity to, to show how you changed and what you learned. And... I don't know how it's for you, but when I go back, quite some things will be different. Like, I'm going to go to a new school, and uh, so I will have a new class. And well, okay, that's that's it. To be fair, uh, <laughs> well, I'll be older, of course, and all these experiences changed us, me, yeah. Yeah, uh, the end of this uh, exchange year, I think it will be a. Uh, a mix of a lot of ex emotions, sad and happy because you want to go back home and but sad also because you want to rest here because you, I mean, I, I speak with for me, but I feel very good and with a lot of nice people. Um, but um, yeah, in Italy I have um, another year of high school, so for sure I will continue the high school, obviously, uh, but I think in, a, in another uh, way, I mean, with another point of view with more open i say i can say um also because before to come in uh, to this exchange year uh, i was very sure that i wanted to follow my my lines that i i'm doing in the italian school but here um i'm doing a completely different line at high school and this is a good thing i think um because you can experience a completely different environment uh, about what about what uh, I, I was thinking to do uh, uh, last year so i think it will be a, a good challenge 
to to decide my future uh, but I think it will go it will be a, a good and a challenging experience yeah like definitely at the end of my exchange year I'm gonna cry a lot because yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be I'm gonna be the saddest person on the earth and and also it's gonna be a challenge with my old friends in Italy because they're going to treat me as the person I used to be uh, without caring about the changing I, I had during my exchange year and also I'm wondering right now like now my host family is my family like 100% and what's going what's going to be to happen at the end like from a day to another my host family is not gonna be my family uh, anymore and everything is gonna ch is gonna change from a day to another and it's gonna be a shock it's gonna be just a shock yeah we we should care a lot about our families and that makes us in a, in a sort of way a little a little weaker between the end like to the end of this experience because obviously as we make new friends new families here we also leave new friends and new families to not talk about our experiences uh, and, and what we actually became in this experience like because we actually became a different person as i mean every time people became different person with each year but this actually leave us as we said before a lot changed uh, so before getting to the our next point and also the last uh we'll we'll ask linus yeah i'd like to add something and that's i wanted to talk about this shock when we go back and i think for me it's going to be in like like an extremely big shock because when I go back, I actually like the day after I arrive in Germany, or like the same day, I need to go to school, right away. which is like Ooh. extremely strange. So like here we're gonna have some some summer vacation, and then I go back, and have to go to school for like a week, uh, on another school I never attended before, with like a class I never met before, like the day after I came from another country, just to then have like this one week of school and then have German summer vacation, which is so inconvenient and I'm like kind of mad at the German system, but I have to do it that way. But I guess there's nothing I can do about it. I, I just wanted to add that. So we, we talk uh, about a lot of things that, uh, during this podcast, that actually the first episode of it, uh, that actually kind, kind of like, kind of, kind, kind of made, made us think and uh, one of the most thing I've heard and I've read about is like oh people actually the main way uh, the most of most of the people actually think is by talking and many people here at this table said like I, I really don't know like I really don't think before coming up with an answer just answer and that's the point of it because why you talking while you're making uh, phrases and and this kind of reasons why you choose actually to get into uh, into this experience, we think and we think again, and then we make another thought, 
and that transform us that changes so what what i want to what i want to ask you as the last question really last question do doing this podcast talking a lot and thinking about all these things that i asked you did did it change you did it did it leave you something that actually i i hope it did yes <laughs> uh yeah i guess i i think you asked some questions that i hadn't really thought about much before so you kind of forced me to form some opinions that I didn't even know I had um that was very interesting thank you Paolo yes I want to have that is like midnight and we are kind of a little drunk but so sorry for our mistakes but yes I have the occasion like to elaborate my my thoughts and that has been positive and don't judge our English we're non-natives. Oh, sh- of course. I mean, you have to do. The, you have to do the podcast. It's an amazing experience. Um, okay, I'm joking. Um, yeah, but of course, only this. I think uh, that uh, yeah, only if it was uh, only an hour, um, it changed me. Uh, uh, because I discovered also new things. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I, I know the uh, my friends here, Paolo, Alessio, Sally, and Linus, but maybe I didn't know a lot of aspects that I discovered uh, this evening. So, yeah. Uh, well, the last one to say is just uh, it's amazing to hear this from all of you, and I mean, this uh, this is also a thing that will leave us behind, like. Uh, an actual piece of ed- uh, of evidence of our changing continuously on, the, on this experience, and it's nothing to like really laugh about. It's funny, yes, but that doesn't mean we we have to think because we will think at this moment, and may- maybe some of you will just rewatch this podcast that is not really great, but hey, and and think. Yeah, like. No, but I'm not gonna show anyone. <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna post it, but I'm not gonna tell anyone. Uh, but like, you can show to people that we're not included in the podcast. Yes, like, that that is absolutely right. <laughs> I, can, I cannot show it my Danish friends, and I cannot show it my own parents. But like, so, like Linus or family, if you are listening to this podcast, stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop, please. At uh, one hour and ten minutes, the uh, please. Nobody's going to hear this part. Because nobody's going to hear this podcast. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Can, we can just cut this one out. It doesn't matter. We can just no, I'll leave it. Leave God it. damn it, I'll leave it. But anyway, what I wanted to say is just that. Amazing that this it's actual experience will leave us something material and something real. So this was the least I could do. And from exchange students, Denmark, Saturday... 13 actually I think now it's <laughs> Sunday 14 not yet, not yet. 2021 With 36 minutes left. 21 uh, bye and on the next like episode <laughs>